Hello and welcome to another episode of the Pokedex Radio Podcast by Flashlight Studios. My name is Gabriel, and today is Wednesday, May 20th, 2009. In today's episode, we'll be discussing Pokemon evolution, such as the different ways Pokemon evolve other than the traditional level-up manner, like with evolution stones and through trading and all, all the different kinds. But before we get into our main topic, let's get into the news. Today we have a little bit in the news about the new Pokemon Gold and Silver remakes. Through some different articles on Bubblepedia and Cerebi.net, I've come to find out that the new Gold and Silver remakes will be coming out approximately November 21st, 2009 in Japan, and sometime mid-2010 uh, everywhere else pretty much in the world. With some of the articles, I've noticed that the girl character, whose traditional name is Chris, from the Crystal version, is no longer going to be in this game. They, this kind of annoyed me a little bit because they brought they brought the male character back, but they remade the female character. If she's going to have the same name, I don't know, but it's a completely different character. It looks similar to her, just with different color hair, and it looks like she's wearing a different clothing, too. They're updating the artwork for the Pokemon, and I'm sorry if I'm pronouncing this wrong, uh, Ken Sugimori. I think they were using his artwork before, so they're going to update it now to the new artwork, or I, I don't know how that's supposed to work, uh, for the Pokemon. And they also updated the artwork, uh, the art for the male character, and he looks a little bit different. He's not wearing shorts anymore, and he's wearing some like weird-looking baggy capri pants. A lot of the stuff looks similar in, uh, to the original game. I'll put up uh, links in the show notes. Uh, to, to the Cerebi pictures and to the Bulbapedia articles, which also have some pictures on it. And you'll see what I'm talking about. It looks like in the game that whatever Pokemon you may be holding at that time can be following you around, kind of like Pokemon Yellow version. I don't know exactly how that's supposed to work. Of course, you know, the game obviously hasn't come out yet. Nobody really knows much about it other than through the articles on the internet. Also, the special Pikachu that I discussed, I think, in the Rumors episode that would be coming out with the 12th movie in Japan. It's a special Pikachu-colored Pichu. There were rumors before that this might have something to do with any new Gold and Silver remakes. And in fact, it does. Uh, in one of the pictures on Bulbapedia, it shows uh, one of the stills from the game. It shows the, uh, the, the character with the, with the special Pichu in the Ilex Forest uh, next to the shrine where normally, in the Japanese versions, uh, the original Japanese versions of Gold and Silver, you would take the GS Ball. Maybe it unlocks some sort of event. I don't know. I'm hoping, really, that it unlocks Celebi for the first time in the games. Well, in the American games, at least, or any other games besides Japanese games. Because I know back in the original Gold, Silver, and Crystal, the only way to unlock Celebi was to have some sort of cell phone connection to the Game Boy, or something like that. It was really weird, uh, the way to, to unlock Celebi in the, um, in the Japanese version of the games. And we were never really given Celebi other than through, at least here in the U.S., other than through this event that was going on called Pokemon Rocks America. And I believe it was in 2006 or 2007. No, even, even earlier than that. I think it was either somewhere between 2004 and 2006 the event was going on. And they were giving and they were giving out tenth anniversary Pokemon. 
So, yeah, I'm assuming 2006, because 1990s... Yeah, 2006, the event was going on called Pokemon Rocks America. They were giving away a couple of different 10th anniversary Pokemon, which were really just Pokemon that were voted for on Pokemon.com uh, that people liked a lot. And some of them were like uh, the Legendary Birds... Uh, there was Pikachu, there were a couple of the uh, the starter Pokemon, and Celebi was one of them. And uh, I, I know they were giving it also away at the Nintendo World Store in New York for some time. I don't think they're giving it away anymore. Well, they were giving it away when it was called Pokemon the Pokemon Center. I don't think they're giving it away anymore. I've been, I've been there a few times, and um, I've never really asked about it, but just by the way people are kind of going around the store, not really playing Pokemon at all, you know, just kind of looking at all the merchandise and everything. I really doubt that they're still giving those kinds of things away. I'll have all the uh, all the links to um, to the articles that I'm talking about about the Pokemon GS games on the show notes. If you're looking at it on Blogger.com, or if you have an iPod, uh, if you have an iPod Touch or the iPhone, if you're using one of the two of them, uh, if you tap the screen while you're listening to this, uh, it'll it should pop up with um, what's supposed to be lyrics, but it's actually I'm putting in the show notes instead. And if you have an iPod or iPod Touch, you can click the links that I put in there, and it'll open up uh, Safari, and and it'll take you to the articles that I'm talking about. So I guess that's it for the news. So let's uh, get on to our main topic. Like I said before, our main topic for today was Pokemon Evolution. There's a lot of different kinds of Pokemon Evolution to be discussed in this episode. I don't know if I'm going to be able to cover each and every single one of them, because... There's a lot of uh, there's a few main different kinds like leveling up, stone evolution, trade evolution, happiness evolution, and a lot of them kind of mix and match. Like there's level up evolution while it's holding an item, or level up evolution while your Pokemon is happy, or during a different or while you're in a different location, or depending on the the EVs of the Pokemon, such as like Tyrogue or something like that, when evolving into Hitmonlee, Hitmonchan, or Hitmontop. So let's get into it. The first kind of evolution, the easiest one to do, and the first one you're introduced to in any game, is level up evolution. This kind of evolution is simple. As you're leveling up the Pokemon, if it hits a certain level, like let's say for Caterpie, which is the easiest Pokemon to level up, well, most of the bug type Pokemon are, but let's just use Caterpie as an example. At level 7, Caterpie will evolve into Metapod, and then afterwards at level 10, Caterpie will evolve into a Butterfree. Of course, if you do stop the evolution of Caterpie by pressing B, or if it's holding an Everstone, it will try to evolve again at the next level, and the next level, you know, and so on and so forth, until it hits level 100, and then it will stop trying to evolve. So let's level up evolution. And the next type of evolution is Stone Evolution. And with this, with this type of evolution, I want to discuss the Pokemon Eevee, because it uses so many different kinds of stones, and it also has different different ways to evolve. The original three evolutions of Eevee were Vaporeon, Jolteon, and Flareon, which were water, electric, and fire types, respectively. Each one had to, to use a different kind of stone, water stone, thunderstone, and fire stone, again, respectively, for each of those evolutions. There are other different types, types of stones, such as the, uh, the leaf stone, the sun stone, the dawn stone, but we'll discuss uh, more of those in a second. While we're still on the topic of Eevee, it has uh, other evolutions, as most of you obviously know. Uh, Espeon and Umbreon. This type of evolution is happiness evolution mixed in with time of day evolution. Now, we already know sometimes some types of evolution are happiness mixed with leveling up without even the time of day. This one is happiness with the time of day. Espeon evolves during the day 
which I think is up to 8 p.m. at night, would be considered daytime. Uh, from, I think, 4 in the morning to 8 p.m. is the Espeon's evolution time frame, and Umbreon would be 8 p.m. to 4 in the morning. Another type of evolution that Eevee has with the Generation 4 games, Diamond, Pearl, and Platinum, the two new Pokemon were Leafeon and Glaceon, which are grass and ice-type Pokemon. Now, you would think Leafeon would evolve through the Leaf Stone, but no. It evolves through level up and in a certain area, which they really did that a lot in Generation 4 with different locations uh, to go ahead and evolve different Pokemon. With Leafeon, you have to level an Eevee up in the Eterna Forest. And with a Glaceon, you have to level up an Eevee on Route 217. Uh, there's other Pokemon that obviously evolve uh, in other locations, such as uh, uh, Magneton evolves into Magnezone while leveling up in Mount Coronet. And also uh, Nosepass evolves into Probopass also while leveling up in Mount Coronet. So that's some um, a couple of different types of evolution. Uh, let's see, we haven't discussed trading evolution yet. Trading evolution has been since the first generation of Pokemon with different Pokemon like Haunter evolving into Gengar, Machoke evolving into Machamp, and then there was two others, but they're not coming to mind right at this moment. And all you do for trade evolution is you simply trade the Pokemon. There are different kinds of trade evolution. There's also trade evolution while holding an item, such as a Pokemon like Magmar, who is a Generation 1 Pokemon, who has a baby form, and we'll discuss baby forms in a minute, who now has a, a Generation 4 evolution through trade. If you have uh, a Magmar, and you give it the item, the Magmarizer, and you trade it to another game, it will evolve into a Magmortar. And the same thing with uh, Electabuzz, with the Electrizer, or Electrizer, however you pronounce it. It will evolve into uh, Electivire. So, that's a, a couple of the different types of evolution. Other types are, uh, let's see, we got Level Up, we got Stone Evolution, we got Trade Evolution, we got Trade with Item Evolution, we got Happiness, we've done Time of Day, We've done level up. Okay, we haven't done level up with item while holding an item. Okay, let's see. Pokemon such as, let's say, Sneasel, it levels up while holding an item called Razor Claw. But at the same time, it only evolves at night while it's holding a Razor Claw through level up. And it's just, they all mix and match and it's all different kinds of things. It doesn't have to be happy. Um, it doesn't have to have a high happiness. It just has to level up while holding an item, the Razor Claw, and it has to be nighttime, meaning after 8 p.m., I believe. Or I think it's 6 p.m. Well, 8 p.m. just to be safe. Uh, also, uh, Gligar evolves into Glysor, or Glyscore, excuse me, also at night while holding the Razor Fang. So there's uh, so many different types of evolution. There's also different gender evolution. Um, the most popular evolution, that, uh, at least for me, the most popular gender evolution would be... Um, Gardevoir and Gallade, which evolves from Aralts, and then Aralts evolves at level 22 Curlia, and then either gender of Aralts will evolve into a Gardevoir at level 30, male or female. But if you have a male Curlia, and you have a Dawnstone, which is also, uh, which obviously this is a stone evolution, and a gender evolution mixed. Again, like I said, mix and match. If you use a Dawnstone on, on a male Curlia, it'll evolve into Gallade. Obviously, Gallades are only male types. And there are a couple other Pokemon that do do that, uh, such as Burmy. Burmy's also a very odd type of Pokemon. 
its female forms will evolve into a wormatum at level 20. But a Burmese male form, no matter what, no matter what type the Burmi may be, or may, may look like, because there is a grass-looking Burmi, a ground-looking Burmi, and a steel-looking Burmi, but they are not the type until they evolve into Wormadam. But if it's a male, it will evolve at level 20 to a Mothim, and Mothims are only male, which, which, is, which is really weird. I mean, there's so many different types of evolution, it's just crazy. Same thing with Snowrunt. Uh, at level 42... Doesn't matter the gender, a snow runt, a snow runt will evolve into a glalie. But if you have a female glalie, excuse me, if you have a female s snow runt, uh, no matter what the level, if you use a dawnstone on it, it will evolve into a frostlass. So all frostlass are only female. Okay, one Pokemon I wanted to discuss before we get to our next type, which is uh, knowing a certain type of move. One Pokemon I wanted to discuss was Ninkata, Nin uh, or Ninkata, however you pronounce it. I say Ninkata. Ninkata is very odd. Um, it's a bug ground type, evolves at level 20 to Ninjask. But, if you have an empty slot in your party, and any kind of Pokeball in your bag, doesn't matter which kind, your Ninkata will evolve into two different types of Pokemon. Very odd, I know. And I was actually surprised, you know, seeing this when I went first playing um, Ruby and Sapphire, that I had an extra Pokemon in my party, after evolving my Ninkata. But if you, uh, so it'll evolve into Ninjask, and you will also have an, another Pokemon in your party, Shedinja. Um, but if you do not have an empty slot, or if you don't have an empty kind of Pokeball in your, in your bag, you will not get a Shedinja. Which usually, if you're at the beginning of the game, such as in the Generation 3, uh, usually it's at the very beginning you encounter Ninkata and then you evolve it, most likely you won't have six Pokemon on you. Another Pokemon I wanted to discuss before we get on to our next type of evolution was Wurmple. Wurmple is a Pokemon that annoys me to no end. Uh, the bug type, similar to Caterpie, evolves at level 7 to one of its uh, cocoon forms, like Caterpie to Metapod, or Weedle to Kakuna, um, and then evolves at level 10 to its bug form, I guess you would say, you know, to its flying bug form. Like with Wurmple, either Beautifly or Dustox, or with Caterpie to Butterfree and Weedle to Beedrill. Wurmple has an odd little thing. Depending on its personality value, and I didn't know about this personality value until just a few minutes ago while researching this, it's another hidden value, just like effort values and individual values or EVs and IVs. It's just one of those hidden values that you just will not be able to look at in the game, like its stats. Depending on whatever value it has, it will either evolve into a Silcoon, which will then eventually evolve into a Beautifly, or Wurmple will evolve into a Cascoon, which eventually evolve into a Dustox. I've noticed it's more common, at least for me, to get Cascoon than Silcoon. I always want a Beautifly, but I always keep getting Dustox for some reason at the beginning of the game. So I don't know if there's any uh, anybody has a, a better luck getting a Beautifly than Dustox, or I mean Cascoon, uh, Silcoon than Cascoon. Whatever it is, thankfully they put the option of catching, uh, at least in the uh, the Generation 4 games, they give you the option of catching them, uh, Cascoon, Silcoon, Beautifly, and Dustox later on in the game. After you beat the Elite Four, you're able to catch, uh, actually in Platinum, you're able to catch them right outside of um, the Eternal Forest. So let's see, wow, there's a lot of different types of evolution. Okay, now on to the last one that I'm going to discuss from uh, on this episode. Um, 
I'm sure there are other different types that I haven't gone over because right now I'm only discussing 11, yeah, 10 or 11 of them, but there are maybe 15 of them, uh, you know, different t- on, on the different types of evolutions because they, like I said, I keep saying, they all mix and match They le- with level up, holding an item, happiness, time of day. The one I'm going to discuss now is knowing a certain type of move. One Pokemon popular for this, again, only po- actually popular for me because I decided to train one, was a Piloswine. Swinub evolves into Piloswine at level 33, and then it event- and then again evolves. Um, Piloswine evolves into Mamoswine only if it knows the move Ancient Power. Again, with level up evolution and knowing this move Ancient Power. And the only way to get it to learn this move Ancient Power, at least in uh, the Platinum game, is going to the Move Tutor and going ahead and uh, having it relearn Ancient Power because it's one of those base moves that uh, that it only learns through the Move Tutor. Um, another Pokemon that does this is Yanma, um, also with the move Ancient Power, to Yanmega through Level Up. So that's it for the ones I'm going to be discussing right now. So we've gone through Level Up, Level up with holding an item, level up through location, level up knowing a knowing a certain move, or being uh, level up being a certain gender. I mean, there's just so many different types. Uh, let's see, uh, we've gone through stone evolution, uh, we've gone through trading evolution, we've gone through trading evolution while it's holding an item, we've gone through level up while certain time of the day. You know, it's it's a it's a wonder that people are still able to get every single type of Pokemon. I mean, obviously, it's easy, but to get every single Pokemon, it's just... There's just so many different types. I'm still just used to leveling up stones and trading, you know? That's the ones I'm really just used to after playing for, for so many years. If I missed any ev- uh, types of evolution, I'm sorry. Um, I didn't do too much research on this. I just kind of wrote down what I remembered off the top of my head um, and tried to discuss certain types of Pokemon, like I, like I did with Eevee, Dinkata. Uh, Burmy and Ralts and Snorunt. And I think I discussed one or two more. Before I end the main topic for today, I actually mentioned this a while ago, earlier on in the episode when I first started discussing uh, evolution. The Everstone. Everstone is something to use when you don't want your Pokemon to evolve. It's it's not like a stone like the Water Stone or something when you use it on a Pokemon. Your Pokemon has to be holding the Everstone. Everstone can also be used for a for breeding, but that's a different episode entirely. While your Pokemon is holding the Everstone, it will never try to evolve, even through trade. Let's say you have a Haunter uh, holding an Everstone, you trade it, it will not evolve into a Gengar. That's one way to stop your Pokemon from evolving. Because um, if you have a Haunter and you trade it, if it's not holding anything, and you try to push the B button to stop evolution, it will not stop the evolution. But that's only through trading that it never stops. Uh, if it evolves like level up or whatever, if you try to, if you push the B button to stop the evolution, it will stop the evolution. The only time it never stops is through trade, unless it's holding an Everstone. I almost forgot. Baby form Pokemon. I, just, I told you guys I've been discussing this before, so I will. Baby type, po- baby form Pokemon. Usually they're the first stage of evolution. There, there are specific Pokemon d- uh, designed to be baby Pokemon like uh, Pichu, uh, Bonsly, Mime Junior, uh, Happiny. Iglybuff, Cleffa, there's a few more. But baby Pokemon evolve through happiness and level up. So, I guess that's it for all the different types of evolution. Again, if I miss some, I apologize. 
But those are all the ones that came to me off the top of my head for now and that are in my show notes. Okay, so let's get on to our Pokemon of the episode. Who's that Pokemon? Okay, so the Pokemon of the episode for this episode is Clampearl. You'd think I would discuss Eevee, but we we talked about Eevee before, and that would be a little cliche on an evolution episode to discuss an Eevee. So we're going to discuss Clampearl instead. Clampearl is a water-type Pokemon um, from the third generation, uh, Pokedex number 366. Its ability is Shell Armor, uh, which says opponent's moves cannot critical hit. So that's a uh, pretty decent ability. Um, and keeping with the theme of evolution for this episode, Clampearl has two different types of evolution depending on what item it's holding when it's traded. If you trade a Clampearl while it's holding a deep sea tooth, it will evolve into a Huntail. If you trade a Clampearl while it's holding a deep sea scale, it will evolve into a Gorbis. Let's go to Huntail first. Huntail, also a water type Pokemon, has the ability Swift Swim, meaning when it's raining, the Pokemon speed doubles, which is a very good ability. Its stats are HP 55, Attack 104, Defense 105, Special Attack 94, Special Defense 75, and Speed 52. Now for Gorbis, um, it has the same ability, Swift Swim, but its stats are slightly different. HP, the same, 55. Attack, 84. Defense is the same, 105. But the special attack is 114. The special defense is the same as Huntail, 75. And speed, also the same, 52. The difference between Huntail and Gorbis, its attack, uh, Gorbis's attack is lower and the special attack is higher. Unlike Huntail, where its attack is higher and a special attack is lower. So, that's uh, pretty much it for Clampearl. Uh, you cannot find Huntail or Gorbis in the wild, but you can find Clampearl only in Diamond and Pearl, not in Platinum. You can find it in Diamond and Pearl on routes 219 and 221 when you're fishing with the Super Rod. So now let's get on to our emails and question of the episode. The question of the episode last episode was, what would you like to see in the new Gold and Silver remakes? Uh, we only got one email today from our listener, Dimitri. Dimitri, thank you for sending us an email, and thank you for taking the time to send such a long email. Um, I'm sure you're a busy guy, you know, so um, thank you for being able to, you know, type up a nice, you know, decent email for us. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but I will uh, talk about some of it. You did say uh, in the email that it was hard to find the email address. Um, I don't know, maybe I didn't t- uh, t- uh, tell the email address in the previous episode, but I'll go ahead and, like you said, you know, I'll put it in the show notes, which is a very good idea, which I was thinking of doing last time, but I just never did. So, um, you know, reading your email reminds me to do it this time, so thank you for that, Dimitri. I've got a request for this before, and you also say the same thing. You would like to hear a future episode explaining about effort value training. I want to do an episode about effort value training, but I need to do a little bit of research on it before I do it first. I know there's two weeks between each episode, but before I, because I, when I do the episode, I take like five minutes to prepare, and then I just start talking. 
But with that episode, I have to do a little bit extra research, even though I know how to EV train. I can do it in practice, but to tell somebody how to do it is a little bit more difficult. Now, on to your answer to our question of the episode, which was, again, what would you like to see in the new Gold and Silver remakes? Uh, you said, I would like to see more opportunities to catch some rare, event-only Pokemon, like Shaman. And then you asked the question, or is the game going to include only the original Pokemon? Um, from what I can see, from what I can tell, uh, from every other Pokemon game ever in existence, a lot of the rare event-only Pokemon will not be uh, included in the Gold and Silver remakes. You said in your email that you're not from the U.S., so I don't know uh, exactly where, you, where you're located. Maybe, uh, maybe Australia, maybe Europe, Canada, I don't know. Depending on where you are, like I, I've heard rumors, I discussed in, the episode, in episode 3, there might be Wi-Fi events for Shaman, Arceus, and Darkrai that we will be given the event items, the Oaks letter to get Shaman in game, the uh, the members card or the membership pass, whatever it's called, to get the Darkrai, and the Azure flute to get Arceus. I don't know if those events are true. Again, like I said, that was in our rumors episode, which was only uh, which these events are only rumors as of yet. So most likely. To your question, the game is most likely only going to include the original Pokemon uh, that are already in the game. Like uh, at the very beginning, obviously you have one of the starters of the game, uh, of the game, uh, Cyndaquil, Totodile, or Chikorita, and then you go through the game. And at the very beginning, you find like Sentry and Hoot Hoot and stuff like that. So most likely, it's not going to include any cool Pokemon. So I mean, unfortunately, the only way if you don't live in an area that you that you would be able to have um, wireless internet, or if you don't live in an area that gives away uh, those kinds of events, the, really the only way is to either find somebody that has it and trade with them, or as a complete last resort, which I don't condone hacking, but as a, like I said, as a very, very last resort, if you really want to have that Pokemon, hacking is really the, the, the last way to do it. And I, and I don't like hacking. I might do an episode on hacking, you know, just discussing the uh, the downsides of it. Um, but there's really nothing good that will come out of hacking a game. You know, you might mess up your game. You might um, accidentally reset your entire game and everything that you have on the game will be lost. So um, if you have to hack, be careful and don't overdo it. That's just my advice to you. We only got the one email from, uh, from Dimitri. Uh, thank you, Dimitri, for your email. But like he said during his email, you know, the the, the email address is a little bit harder to find, so I'll put it in the show notes. Um, I'll I'll, t- I'll tell you guys the email at the, uh, after I give the question and all that good stuff. So the question of the episode, this episode, is a very simple question. Just what what's your favorite Pokemon and why? And if you've trained this Pokemon in your game, like for competitive battling, uh, in your email when you send it to us, go ahead and give maybe a, a move set and an EV spread if you know how to do EVs. If not, then just give it stats. Well, I really can't read anything off of stats, but um, if you know anything about EVs or IVs, go ahead, give its IV spread, give its EV spread um, if you want to. It's move set, but mostly what the, what your favorite Pokemon is and why. And if you haven't trained that Pokemon, if you don't know anything about EVs and IVs, um, just go ahead and answer the original question. Um, or if you even trained it during the game, go ahead and uh, give a, a move set if you don't know the EVs or IVs for it. At least a move set. 
So, that's our question of the episode. What's your favorite Pokemon? Why? If you've trained in the game, give a little bit of information on that Pokemon. The moveset, uh, a nickname if you want, if you've given it a nickname, uh, if you trained it in the game. Um, uh, Eevee and Ivy spread if you know it. So send all your emails to flashlightstudios at gmail.com. That's F-L-A-S-H-L-I-G-H-T-S-T-U-D-I-O-S at G-M-A-I-L dot C-O-M. Flashlightstudios at gmail.com. If you like us, go ahead and rate us on iTunes if you're able to. Just search Flashlight Studios on iTunes. I think there might be two options that comes up. Uh, at least in the in the um, in the U.S. version of iTunes, uh, the, I think the North America or the U.S. version of iTunes, whichever one, will come up two different options. Obviously, you know it's Pokedex Radio. So go ahead, uh, uh, give us a little review on iTunes, rate us if you'd like, and if you haven't subscribed yet, go ahead and subscribe. And if you know any friends that would like to listen to the Pokedex Radio podcast, go ahead and let them hear an episode if they like it. You know, tell them to go ahead and subscribe. And uh, one last thing before we go. On our Blogspot website, pokedexradio.blogspot.com, I'm having a little trouble with it. On the top, if you, go to the, if you go to it or if you go to iTunes, go to our page on iTunes and click on Go to Website. It'll take you straight to the Blogger website. And you'll see at the top that there's like a banner uh, that just says Pokedex Radio. I was wondering if anybody would like to go ahead. I guess we'll have a little contest kind of thing. Uh, if you'd like to go ahead and create a banner, I'm not exactly sure the dimensions of the banner, so you'll have to go yourself and see it. Uh, create a nice little ban- uh, banner that says, you know, Pokedex Radio or something like that on it, or even Flashlight Studios um, and Pokedex Radio, preferably both of them. Um, if anybody would like to go ahead and try to make one for us, uh, because the person that was supposed to be doing all our art for us up and disappeared for some reason. Um, n- I'm not kidding, the guy's just gone. Like, nobody's heard of him at all. So I don't know what happened to him. And also the um our logo, if you see that it's uh it says Pokedex Radio and it's just a a little picture of a, a Pokedex with the green background. If you'd like to go ahead and make one for us, uh have a little contest of um uh of your guys' uh entries and pictures and stuff like that, you know you know, just go ahead and send it to flashlightstudios at gmail dot com. And the dimensions for the picture, I believe, are 300 pixels by 300 pixels. So, I don't know. If you guys want to go ahead and, you know, maybe give it a shot. If you, you know, really, if you really like us, I mean, there's not really going to be any prize or anything. I mean, you'll be given a, a shout-out during our episodes. You'll be obviously credited with, uh, credited with uh, making the banner or the logo. So, like I said, go ahead and send all your emails, uh, questions, concerns, if you want to enter into this little ma- uh, makeshift contest of ours. Send all your emails to flashlightstudios at gmail.com. I would like to discuss effort value training during the next episode. I'm not making any promises. I know I've had already a couple of requests for it, but again, I'm not making any promises because uh, I'll be out of town for about a week and a half at the beginning of June, and that's when the episode should come out. So if I don't make a podcast at the beginning of June, if I don't make an audio podcast, I'll definitely make a blog which you'll be able to find on pokedexradio.blogspot.com, which is the place where we host our podcast from. Um, it'll be just, you know, purely text, maybe a couple pictures or whatever. And um, uh, if I do if I do make uh, the podcast, it'll be out before I, before I go. Um, and I'm actually going to uh, 
to uh, New York, New York City, actually. Uh, and I'll and I'll probably take some pictures uh, when I'm over there of like the Nintendo World Store and stuff like that. And it's it's a great place to go to if uh, if you live uh, in or near New York. Um, if you've never been to the Nintendo World Store, it's it's a small store. It's not it's not like great and awesome or anything. But I mean, it's a it's a really cool. You know, you go there. I personally liked it when it was the Pokemon Center before because it was a lot of Pokemon stuff. And obviously, I'm a huge Pokemon fan, as you can see, making me making a podcast and this and that. I'll probably put up a blog while I'm there, you know, with a couple of pictures and stuff like that. Not an audio one, not a podcast, but maybe just um, maybe a quick couple of paragraphs about, you know, uh, what I'm doing up there and stuff. And maybe some pictures of uh, some of the sites up there. I guess that's it for today's episode. Like I said, if you like us, rate us on iTunes. Give, a little re- uh, give us a little review. Send all your emails to flashlightstudios at gmail.com. So my name is Gabriel, and from all of us here at Flashlight Studios, live, laugh, and catch them all. See you guys next time.